0: Wildlife huh. Huh. Yeah. I off of road. Huh. huh I started off a of green road, I started off a green road. I used to get it in on that pantworn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started off a of green road. I started off a of green road. I used to get it in on that antoine. I used to get it in on that Antoine. Yeah. I started off a of On that no, end froze yeah. yeah. to it. The streets, I was exposed to it. Uh, Drove through it, fell in love, proposed to it. Yeah. Broke up, came back to overdo it. No, no, no. White cup, loud pack, you know the fluid. Uh, Your bopping dressed in my room, my cock is wet and boom. I got the slab,
1: candy painted, Dr. Pepper maroon. Rings Road now I took an Antoine trip. I went from N1 tricks to loading handgun clips. Motherfucker basketball, I'm crossing over these laws. Kimbers, got draw on my got freak on What's balls. going on, people? This is Mr. Pac with the Mr. Pot Podcast. And today I have a special guest, man. This guy, he's a legend, man. He's a legend, you know what I mean? He's been a legend for a while. You know, he's still doing it. He's an underground legend, man. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, uh, he's been putting in work. And I got none other than Macno, a.k.a. Magnificent. What's going on, man? Man,
0: chilling, man. What's going down with it, man? Appreciate you having me on, man
1: yes sir yes sir no doubt man uh shit uh i just wanna you know thank you man like i said because uh you know for you to you know giving me your time i know you're 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 busy man and and uh and and it's an honor man having you here on the podcast man honor's mine too man appreciate it bro i was gonna ask you uh, a lot of people know you know what i mean like people you know because i mean you're a legend and everybody know knows magno you know what i mean and uh but when when you started rapping, I know that uh, you know what I mean. That rapping wasn't really like your 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 main thing at first, right? You were not, you know, heading for rapping. You were doing something else, right?
0: Well, sure. Honestly, man, I got into rap kind of late, man. I was a, I grew up as an athlete, man, playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was mostly a b-ball player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Playing, you know, organized ball, street ball, you name it, man. I just keep basketball in my hand. You feel me? Yeah. The the rap thing just kind of, I just, I guess the 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 rapping bug just bit me like around like twelfth grade. You know what I'm saying? And then, Mm. uh, I really got into it uh, like freshman year at community college. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I always did have a way with with words, and I always, you know, was good with the writing. But I never really thought I'd be doing music or whatever until I just man, I just started, I just took a crack at it, man. You know what I'm saying? I always love hip hop. That's the thing about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And hip hop and sports, especially basketball, that's that's intertwined. You know what I'm saying? Especially where I'm from, man. You know what I'm saying? The H time. So shoot, man. It just kind of bit me at the last minute,
1: you feel me? Yeah. Yeah, real talk yeah man and uh and switch was Switch house the the first uh like the 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 first group you were in because before switch house was like big like that was was that the, the first uh you know a uh, crew that you were in or the the label you were in or you you started somewhere else before switch house
0: yeah actually that was man um uh, like i said it kind of it kind of happened real fast man i had started uh, playing around with the rap stuff in 2000. Mm. And by 2001, you know what I'm saying, I had linked up with T Ferris. Mm. Actually T Ferris and I went to a, uh, we went to the same community college, you know what I'm saying? yeah. And I was after my demos, and I seen him a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? He uh, was wearing a Swisher House chain. Mm. And you know, by this time Swisher House had been out Say a good four years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Sweet House was already established, it was yeah. already popular, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we are from the north side of Houston, and uh, mm-hmm. they already was making waves, really. I would say, uh, locally going towards regionally, I would yeah. say they was probably it probably was kind of regional by this time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 2001, you know, you already had Slim Thug, Lil Mario, Big Tiger, Pig you know what I'm saying, A.D., you know, all them boys, 50-50, you know, Powerwall, Chameleon, all of them was already, it was already regional at least, you know what I'm yeah. saying, so they already was doing their thing. But I seen T. Ferris, he had the Swish Eyes chain. I didn't know who it was though, because at this time, Swish Eyes didn't really put people on the front cover. They always would have like, you know, the illustrations or whatever. Yeah. But, it, you know, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know who we knew the names, but we didn't we couldn't put a face with it just yet. It hadn't got to that point to where you know we would just know. Hey, that's that's Swisher Eyes. You know what I'm saying? And even if you knew the face, you didn't know exactly who it was. Yeah, so I didn't know who he who he was. I didn't know if he was a rapper or not. Turns out he was just like he wasn't even an R yet. He was just uh somebody that was you know helping with pressing the tapes and running errands for them and doing, you know, yeah. just doing a lot of the leg work for, for G-dash and Watts, mm. but uh, I seen them a couple of times and, uh, you know, just being, you know, fresh out the street or whatever, I, I wasn't big on just running up to people, you know. Yeah. You know, it, it was, you know, we, we used to consider that friendly, I guess. Mm. But crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's bad for business to be like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I seen him a couple of times, but I was like, man, I ain't finna run up to him with my demo. You know, he probably think I'm out on the jock or something. You know what I'm saying? So, I I would see him, but I wouldn't, you know. But I had a partner. when it was uh, one time I uh, shoot my car was out of commission. It was broke down. I think I had it in shop, and mm-hmm. one of my big homies he came to scoop me up from the schoolhouse, and yeah. uh. I happened, when he had scooped me up. I happened to see him. I said, "Man, this is dude, man." I keep seeing him, man. He got the switch house chain. I don't know who he is, man. I want to give him a demo, but I ain't just trying to run up on him like that. Yeah. And my boy was like, and he looked at him. He said, "Man, that's my that's my boy. Uh, it's my boy Trav." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said, "Oh, you know him?" He was like, "Yeah, man." He say, "Do I give him? I give him your music right now." So I was like, "Well, man, just walk up to him." So. I hollered at to do, and sure enough, my partner knew him. They already knew each other because I guess the semester before that they was going to U of H downtown. Yeah. So he knew him. So he was like, "Hey man, you know, take a listen to my boy with a whoop the whoop whoop the woof." really, I, I wasn't ready for him to listen to it. Yeah. I just wanted him to take it. You know, yeah. what I'm <laughs> he didn't like it, you know what I'm saying? but here, not say he didn't like it. But my boy put him on the spot. So or better yet, put me on the spot. Yeah, boy had like a loud little system in his car, whatever. He popped it in and he turned it up. And sure enough, T Ferris was like, Man, it's 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 different, you know what I'm saying? From what boys is doing. He said, But man, it it, it sounds good. He say, Hey man, I can't make no promises, man. Yeah, but I let Watson them here. He said, But in the meantime, I let my boy DJ Bull here. DJ Bull is you know, CEO of Dirty Third Records, where well, you know Charlie Boy, Titan, all of them, and Browno, and all of them. Yeah. So He uh, I said, man, bet. You know, what I'm saying it's like a two for one. You know, what I'm saying letting two, you know, prominent labels here because Dirty Third was they was pretty much doing their thing too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, bet. So you know, at the same time, I didn't get my hopes up. You know, because a lot of people say stuff. You yeah. Know what I'm but showing sure up, T. Ferris, he 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 kept his word. He let uh he let here, and he had let Watson them hear But uh I didn't hear nothing from Watson yet, but in the meantime, Bolinham was getting ready to drop a mixtape called a Texas Takeover. Yeah. And he had everybody, everybody from Texas, that's a who's who, you know what I'm saying? Zero, Youngster, Slim Thug, Lamario, uh, J Like he had everybody on there. So yeah. I was like, bet. So, you know, we end up going to Huntsville. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I recorded my verse and boom, it just started from there. That was like probably like November or probably about October, maybe November of 2001. And that was like my introduction to the game. A lot of people don't know. I was actually on the 33rd Records tape before I was on the Swisher Hives tape. I guess watching them got wind of that. You know what I'm saying? And he liked it. And then I ended up a couple of months later, I was on final chapter 2, K2, you know, yeah. for the shots So, man, that, from that, you know, that was 2001 going into 02. And mean, you know, i just been rocking ever since, man.
1: Yeah, man, I remember we used to jam out, you know, because uh, back in the day, you right. guys used to do a lot of the mixtapes as well, right? You guys were right. fucking, you know, killing the mixtapes, yeah. man, and yeah. we used to That's fucking jam out to all that, yeah. man.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. The mixtape, man, that, like, the mixtape was a, a, a great vehicle for Promoting yourself, you know what I'm saying? Because the mixtapes will come out, you know, probably every other month or every couple of, you know, two or three months, we dropping a mixtape, especially mm. Watts. And yeah. then you would have DJ Bull dropping a tape. And then, you know, just really, that's how Texas was. You know, all, we had yeah. about at least four or five prominent DJs that's dropping mixtapes, OG Run, C, you know, all these guys. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That, that was... Man, that those were the days, man. Because you always had something coming out where you could showcase your talent, man. You know what I'm saying? Then when you ready to drop your solo project, the buzz is already up. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that was basically like the the you know like the intro. You know, like you'll 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 drop a a fucking a whole mixtape, and then after after that, you know you. You y'all would drop the album, man, and and yeah, we did that man. for a while, you know. And it's rare right now that a lot of a lot of I still do it to this day, you know. I I drop a couple of mixtape songs, you know, and then I I drop what I'm gonna drop, and you know, people yeah. be like, "What the fuck? Why you you were rapping on these beats?" And you know what I mean. But it's just, I guess, the game kind of yeah. changed, you know. They yeah, they, man, the <laughs>
0: mixtape thing, man that 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 really helps, you know what I'm saying? It gives it gives the fans something to to jam yeah. them on. Until you get ready and drop your project. You know what I'm saying? So we would do the mixtapes that had the songs in the middle, use that to promote an all-flow, which is gonna be a whole tape of yeah. all your freestyles. And then your freestyles is promoting your album when you're rapping on original beat. So
1: yeah. It
0: was a whole circle of promotion, man. It was it was really good at that time, real talk.
1: Hell yeah, man. And uh so when 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 you were with switcher house, did you drop like, did you already had uh, an, an album or or you were just like, you know, like I said, fucking with the mixtapes and then you drop something after that or.
0: Well, what it was like, all I had at the time was my demo. Mm. Then when I had then my demo is what got me on Texas Takeover with Freestyle Kings. And that led to me getting on the Swisher House mixtapes. Oh. And from that point on, I just appeared on all the Swisher House mixtapes. I just would do that. And yeah. then. uh Next thing, probably about a month or so after I after I joined the Swisher Highs, Mike Jones joined the Swisher Highs. So at this point, it's really just me and him on because all the original yeah. members, they had spread it out and started doing their own mixtape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh Sim Thug, them start doing Box Hog Outlaws, Lil Yo, and them had uh had uh, uh North Star Records and all that, and you know, pick Tiger and all them. Uh I know the show Pick and AD, they had big ballers and Archie Lee and, and then was doing Run Your Mouth. So everybody had their own little, their own little sub label. Yeah. But they would still, you know, get back on and, and, and you know, whenever Watts would drop a mixtape, they would get on there and do freestyles too. It was still love. But as far as sign, to mm. switch out, it was only me and Mike Jones. Mm. So what we did, we just started You know, doing you know, dropping mixtapes, dropping mixtapes. Well, it was Watts dropping a mixtape, but we appearing on. Yeah. And then that led to us eventually doing first round draft picks. So I've never had a solo yet. Um, when me and Mike joined, we didn't join as a group. We joined as solo acts. Yeah. But the label, and it's kind of funny how it came about. Like we didn't plan to be a group. Yeah. What we did was we had promoted. Uh, we had a flyer. Mm. That promoted us as the new artists on Swisher High. So the flyer just said, you know, first round, the first round draft picks. It wasn't a title for the project yet. Yeah. It was saying that, hey, this is like, it was kind of like a metaphor for the, the label being a, a team yeah. that drafted some new players.
1: Mm. So we
0: were just promoting that, hey, we're the new guys on the label. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he he was promoting his Who Is Mike Jones, and I was promoting my Rookie of the Year album. Yeah, and both of those were it was just on one flyer. Everybody assumed that it was a a group project yeah. instead of you know us promoting two solo projects. So we just ran with it. We just ran with what everybody was thinking. So mm-hmm. after that, White started promoting. You know, first round draft picks coming. First round draft picks coming. He promote that on every tape, like you have like a little loop where it was a scratch with first round draft picks coming, yeah. first round draft picks coming. And people, the buzz just started growing, bro. It just started growing. So after that though, you know what I'm saying? I say around February, uh, I remember like, yes, it was February 25th of 2003, mm. boom. After, you know, a year of promoting, boom, we, we came out with the album. But we was already doing shows like six months like, like me and Mike, we was, we was, we was both on switch hours, I say by like January of Two, January, February, of Two, we was both down. Cause I think he had just got down. Yeah, and I was there probably about two months before him. By that summer, we was doing paid shows. Mm. We was doing paid shows by that summer. So six months after that, boom, dropping the album. You know what I'm saying? That came around like February of Three you know, first round draft picks The album. We we did 10,000 the first week, 10,000 the second week, and it just kept going, Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah now, then, well, go ahead, my bad.
1: No, that's not good. I said it, it's it's good, man, that you, you know, that that you take us through that uh, history, you know what I mean? Because like I said, I mean, you guys, like right now, like I said, you guys are on legend status, and, and to know all that, man, you know, a lot of people know, but, you know, people that used to listen to y'all like myself you know like we really don't know all that you know the the backstory yeah. and, and right now yeah. it's it's pretty dope that you you know let us know that and you know for the people oh, there that- yeah,
0: <laughs> oh yeah man you know what i'm saying shoot that's that's my history in the game man and shoot like like i said i came out in late 01 man shoot it's 20 21 now it's 20 years in the game man sometime i have to- you know, pinch myself like, dang, this real? 20 years yeah. later, like, yeah. it's crazy, dog, like, it's crazy. And, and I'm blessed to still be in the game. And, you know, people still hit me up for, for features. And, you know, I had somebody just call me last night, you know, want to, you know, do a couple of shows like in Austin. Like, it's it's just a blessing to still be at least somewhat relevant, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, like, I didn't think it would be like that, you know what I'm saying? But it is, it's
1: real hell yeah and uh like the major major you really never went major right because uh i don't know if there were you know you know stuff like issues and stuff but i mean the the, you remained underground and you were still getting like a buzz as if you were signed right
0: yeah exactly exactly man like it was a lot of political things that had kind of happened uh you know like when when and sometimes that be the worst part. Like the grind be the best part, you know, when you climbing up. But once you get to where you trying to get to, and that money start coming in, then you know a, a lot of a lot of things start coming into play. Mm. And uh, it's like once Mike had got his uh, solo, he had dropped, He ended up dropping balling on the ground, solo all flows, mm. and then he started getting solo shows but this was probably like only three or four months after we dropped the album. Mm. So that kind of threw a monkey wrench into what we was trying to do because now we're not promoting the, the, the group album. Now he's going to doing this solo thing. Yeah. And you know, in his defense, we did come in as solo artists. Yeah. But you know, we got this group album out, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of confusing for the fans when He's going to do solo shows to promote his solo project, and then I'm not there. Yeah, so
1: it kind of threw threw people off. People off. It
0: threw people off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, true enough. He he definitely was the hotter of the two. You know what I mean? And yeah. he uh he he had already been through a couple of you know deals or whatever before Switch Hots. He had already went through a couple of record deals. So looking back, I can understand where well, his anxiety of it came like, hey, I need to get my stuff going, but it just it just confused the fans, you know what I'm saying, and it left me to where, shoot, I had to keep grinding for myself. Then, you know what I'm saying. So, once that all happened, it, me and him never really fell out, yeah, but it really was a, it kind of was a little friction as far as like, you know, hey, what we doing, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying. It just kind of happened how it had to happen. And uh, they was doing, they was, he was going and doing his stuff, but then I just went hard on doing my stuff. I started mm-hmm. pushing Magno brand. And then I would say before that year was out, sure, I ended up going my own way, you know what I'm saying? Like I asked to be, I asked to be out of my contract because it was like, what are we doing? You know, I felt like the, the label was just pushing him. yeah, kind of me by the wayside a little bit.
1: And and you kind of felt like like I said earlier that, like I said, even though you were underground and they were getting this big buzz, I mean, because I know they they were showing you love as well, you know, because I heard it in a couple of tracks while they were doing it major. And I I guess you felt like, you know what, I'm just going to do my own thing because, you know, even though I'm not signed like that, you know, I'm still getting kind of like the same buzz as they're getting.
0: Well, yeah. Well, yeah. See, at the end of the day. The first round draft pick album was still out there, and it was still selling, still selling, yeah. still selling. So it's like I'm still getting the promotion as far as that go, mm. but at the same time, I'm getting left out of the uh, of the cash flow because y'all going out doing shows, and you know, shoot, I'm, I'm still here at the crib having to set up my own shows. Yeah. So, I, me, I didn't stay still though. I just kept grinding, you know what I'm saying? And eventually, I uh, end up hooking up with DJ Clue Now I'm out in New York, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Desert Storm and Fabulous and all of them. I ended up, I started flying out to New York and started doing, you know, you know, features and stuff with them on his mixtape. Yeah. Saying I was on Clue's mixtape, I was on Fabulous mixtape, and I was just working with them. And we was trying to get a deal, but the thing about it is, I, you know, DJ Clue being somebody who's from, you know, he's a New York DJ. I don't think he really understood. You know, I don't think he understood how to work and market a southern yeah. act. I think he was just trying to capitalize, and very well, so it, you know, makes sense. But because H time was popping, I think he yeah. was just trying to capitalize off the buzz at the time. But I will say this: I didn't have, a, I didn't have a hit single. I didn't have a solo hit single yeah. at the time. So it was hard for me to get that that solo deal, you know. They was looking for a, a, a song that was already getting radio play and all that. Yeah, All my stuff was still the Swisher House, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The and the album stuff. was still pumping. The yeah. album wasn't a year old yet all the way, so it was still going like that. But uh, by that time, before I left, I had uh, me and Watts had did the collection plate, which is my all my spot. Uh, Debut solo all flow. That was my first official project. Yeah. Before then, I hadn't I hadn't did anything solo wise as a four project since my my demo. Mm. So when we dropped that uh that collection plate, that man that boosted me up as a solo act, and I started getting shows off of that. So it was uh I was staying busy. One thing I want to do was sit back and sit back and pocket watch and be all disgruntled about what you know Mike and them was doing. Mike yeah. deserved everything he was getting because he, he damn sure grinded for it. Yeah. You know? So I was like, hey, I need to I need to get out and get mine too. You know what I'm saying? And Hell I'm glad yeah, I man. handled it that way. I'm glad I handled it that way. Because that's why me and Mike, we can be cool now. That's why, like that's my boy. I've been knowing Mike since I was 14 years old. Yeah. You know, Switcher House, I'm still cool with them, Watson Dash. You know, T Ferris, I don't see him or talk to him a lot, but that's who discovered me. So yeah. you, uh, it's always going to be look, I ain't never got nothing, you know, negative to say about him, you know, yeah. or to switch your eyes because they gave me an opportunity. So, you know, I'm glad I handled it that way. You know, my pop always taught me, hey, you know, as a man, you don't look for what another man can do or whatever. Yeah. You know, you focus on what you can do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's that having that attitude kept me focused on doing my own thing and, hey, getting to it.
1: Hell yeah, I mean, you're just trying to like, you know, like grind like everybody else or better.
0: Had to. Yep, had yeah. I had to, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to. So yeah, man, you know, I did the collection plate and uh, after I shoot, went on my own, I, I, I wanna say the beginning of 04, I was basically, you know, kind of on my own doing my thing. So I got my brother, my older brother, Deetha Savar, mm. uh, he already had a record label that he was pushing called Wildlife Records. And me mm. and him, he just added me in as, as a co-CEO. So yeah. we start, I started dropping my projects through wildlife. And that's why a lot of people, you know, remember the New Print, the New Print 1.7, Magnum Mixes, Magnum Mixes volume two. Uh, just a lot of stuff. Sitting Crooked in My Slab mixtapes that I was doing with DJ Bull. You know, we did Sitting Crooked in My Slab one, two, three, uh, it was just a. I, I just started dropping a, a influx of projects, City Boys, you know, with with Rapid Rick. So I just yeah. kept on working, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and shoot, I started getting my bread that way, man. And I I just took it from there, dog. You
1: know what Hell I'm saying? yeah! And I know you you've been doing a lot of features. You know what I mean? You've been doing a lot of features because I've been, you know, I I know people that you know what they're like. Oh, I'm gonna get Magno on the on the on the feature and. And that's pretty dope, man. Like I said, that you still, you know, even though that you really, like you said earlier, that you didn't have like a, a hit hit single, you know I mean? You're right. still, you know, relevant and people still fuck with you. You know what I mean? And Right,
0: right, that's, right.
1: That's something yeah. to salute, man.
0: Yeah, me dropping the mixtapes, man. It's like, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have a, a radio hit, man. Like that's, yeah. that's the thing. But man, the fact I, I I kept on dropping with, the people with demons, classic mixtapes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. You know, like those are like little street hits. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Not that radio hit you want, but them little street hits. Yeah, those keep you fed. So I just kept on doing it like that. There, man, dropping them hits. You know what I'm saying. The street hits like Magnificent by this Cash. You know, me and Charlie Boy pulling up on Twanks and Swings. That pulling up song with the video. That video that did good. It was like over a hundred thousand. Like shoot, first few months. Uh you know just dropping projects like that showing up on the uh the pepsi Mike pass you know what i'm saying the dub the dub show Mike pass it was just a bunch of them that you know a bunch of little things that i was able to show up on you know what i'm saying and showcase my talent and you just kept my name going you know what i'm saying so oh was- yeah
1: that's dope man that's that's fucking pretty dope so uh are you gonna drop something or are you just going to keep it, you know, like, you know, just, you know, hit up, hit up Magno for a feature, you know what I mean? Or, or are you planning to drop something, you know, for the streets?
0: Yeah, man, I'm going to get ready and drop me another project, man. I'm still trying to, I'm going to do another mixtape because I want to take it back to doing a mixtape thing too, mm. you know i And I was just telling that uh one of my DJ partners, my boy DJ Lewis, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about dropping Magno mixes three, you mm. know what I'm saying? So that's going to be like an all flows. And then uh I'm I want to drop another album, dropping yeah. another album. In the meantime, I'm gonna be dropping singles. I'm yeah. gonna be dropping uh probably I'll probably be dropping another single in the next couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I got a couple of projects, a mixtape coming, album coming, steady dropping singles, and I'm steady appearing on you know people's uh features or whatnot, people on people's projects, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be on livola uh new project, my boy livola from third degree. Mm. Got a new project coming out. I want to say it's a damn, I, I forgot the name of it. Uh shouts out to Lavo, my yeah. bad. I, you know, what I'm my mind thinking quick. But yeah,
1: it's all good. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm gonna be on this, uh I'm gonna be on this project with him and uh we gotta track me, him, and Big Tiger. Yeah. Big Tiger from Switch Highs from the original mm. Switch Highs, man. That yeah. mug is a bang.
1: So Hell, yeah, yeah. Y'all and are you, are, you, of- are you gonna have, uh, are you gonna have like, you know, like, like features, you know, like Mike Jones and them, you know, like, are, are you,
0: man? You know what? Me and Mike Jones got two songs, uh, two songs in a can that haven't been released, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. have one track that we had released, it's only on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people ain't really heard it, yeah, but uh, I got a couple of tracks with Mike that you know what I'm saying, people ain't heard, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I am think I'm gonna put that on a new project, uh. Really, I'm going to start working with some of the uh, original Swisher Hives, you know what I'm saying? Getting projects, you know, getting tracks with them for the project. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to, you know, have it a uh, real feature heavy, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. Hell yeah, that's what's up, man. And uh, shit, I mean, I hope we, me and you collaborate in the future, man, you know what I mean? Like It will be an honor to have a, a legend, man, like you on, on one sure. of my tracks.
0: <laughs> for sure, man. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, let's get it, man. Ain't no thing, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna stay grinding, man.
1: Okay, Magno, I mean, I appreciate you coming through. Like I said, I know you're busy, man. I know you're always on your grind, like I said. And uh, whenever you drop the album, whenever you got something going on, like I said, hit me up, man. And and I made this platform, you know, for for a lot of underground artists, you know, give people a chance that, you know, most of us we didn't have back in the day. And that's what I'm doing right now, trying to help out and support a lot of these artists, man.
0: Man, that's dope, man. Hey, I appreciate you having me, man. Hey, let your followers know, man. Y'all can follow me on that IG, man. Magno underscore, you heard. You feel me? M A G N O underscore, Y A H E A R D. You know what I'm saying? And you can check me out on that Twitter, at Magno Page. You feel me?
1: And Hell yeah, man. Projects,
0: mm-hmm. man. I just dropped uh the last couple of years or so. I dropped uh, Ground Forever Volume 1, mm. off those. Yeah. And I dropped grind forever volume two yeah i the strip you know what i'm saying so i've been still dropping things you know what i'm saying i've, I've still been dropping projects man y'all check out the grind forever series man
1: yeah I yeah and, and and i'll put some of your stuff on here man sorry to cut you off i'll, I'll put some of oh, your yeah. stuff on here man you know what i mean and and uh like i said just keep me posted and and uh i'll, I'll let people know about it you know what i mean and and you know sure. anything to you know show some support man
0: Man, I appreciate that, Mr. Pop. Real talk, man. You know what I'm saying?
1: Hell yeah. Well, there you have it, people. Magno, aka Magnificent Man. Y'all stay tuned, man, on his new on on his new projects.
0: Magno, y'all appreciate y'all, man. Salute. All right, all right. Guess who's back? It's
1: Mr. Pop, bitch. Independent until I die. I won't stop trick, never. Always on my greasy.